All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Char. How am I doing? How am I doing? Hey. I'm doing really peppy today. (laughs) You jumped the gun on me, man. Yeah, I knew that what you were going to (laughs) say. You knew what was coming? Yeah, I did. How you doing? You doing good? Uh I am. Good. You look good. Better than yesterday. You got up early this morning. I did, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. 5.30. Anybody else out row. there have sleeping issues? I don't have sleeping issues. I just you sometimes don't. wake up early when I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a sleeping issue. Well, not really, but whatever. Yeah. Well, this is fun. It's good to be back with everybody. Uh, been a while since we laid down an episode. We're excited. Mm-hmm. This, this tool uh, that we're going to talk about today, I don't know that it's a big power tool when you think about it. It's never, I've never thought about it that way, but it, it is when you need it. Yeah, When you think about it, as we get going, it's going to become apparent, I think to me that it probably is bigger than I think. It is. You know, I think it is. And it's funny that what we've been going through the last couple of days, this that's, is the tool that we had to use. That's why we're and here. Yep. I must say, I did not want to use this tool. because <laughs> It's so important that that we have it though. It, it is. It's important that we have it and it's not always fun when you have to yeah. have to go through little things that you go through and have to communicate. It's not easy on anyone. No. I do want to make that point yeah. that no matter how well you know your little tools and what you need to do, it's not always easy it's, to implement it. Just like the word, when you, you know in the Bible what you need to do in certain circumstances, sure. and, but actually- yeah. Your flesh wars against oh, your spirit, man. Oh my goodness, man. does and, it war? Yeah. So let's get to it. Let me let me just pray, Father. Just bless this time, and I pray that by your word, hearts would be strengthened, marriages would be strengthened. Mm. And uh, if there's anybody out there that is a little bit stuck, we pray, Lord, that you'd unstick them, mm-hmm. and that this tool would help that happen. So, mm-hmm. Lord, we just commit this to you. Broadcast it wherever you would have it go in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All right, what we're talking about today is the value of a teachable spirit. I haven't really titled this yet, but I suppose when I do, it'll be something like- Oh, that's a good title. Yeah. What every marriage must have, uh, uh, or what what no marriage can do without, is honestly a teachable spirit. What every person can, in every avenue of life. I mean, we're looking through the- Yes, we are. marriage. We are. But- for life. This yes, is big stuff. This is. This episode really, if you know somebody, gang, who who is engaged to be married right now, this would be a great one mm-hmm. to send them. Um, mm-hmm. link them to it. It's it's one that we didn't really realize how important it was for years in our marriage. Now it's become really important for Charlene and I. But I suppose whether someone's engaged or been married many married many years, it's it's relevant. But particularly to get this tool in the bag early. Mm-hmm. would save a lot of grief, right? Some people might want to go through this teaching and then they realize they might not be, before they're married, Sure, might not be with the person that they want to marry. Sure. Because if they don't have a teachable spirit- Well, you know, that's a great point. We mm-hmm. get we get asked, I, I, Charlene, I suppose you do mm-hmm. too, but you know, through the years of ministry, young people would ask me commonly, um, so what am I looking for? In or a, how do I know if he's, he's or she's yeah, the always one? that, you know, but, but what am I looking The more thoughtful ones would say, what am I, right. what virtues mm-hmm. are important? What must my spouse have? What am I looking for? And obviously the obvious answer is just a deep 
an abiding love mm-hmm. for Jesus and commitment mm-hmm. to the things of God. But but in terms of personal virtue, this issue of a teachable spirit is paramount. Uh, it is. I, because here's here's the way this goes. This is the let me drop a, just an axiom here. It says this that if I'm stuck and I can't evolve, then my marriage is stuck. Mm-hmm. If Shar is stuck, we're stuck. Mm-hmm. Unless both people bring a really teachable spirit to the plate, it's amazing how quick a marriage will quit evolving and just become mired in one spot in the mud. And the challenges of life will demand change and they will not be able to change. And once you're stuck, it doesn't mean you just even stay in that spot. Then you start digressing. Yeah. And the communication even gets yeah, worse the because breakdown, yeah. the bricks will be laid on top of each yeah. other and you there's no going back. Yeah. We often talk about, uh, in fact, we've done entire episodes uh, titled Many Marriages But One Spouse. And that the whole idea there is that in a long married life together, we've been married 46 years. Um, and a half. And a half. Yeah. We're sneaking up on 47. So in that long marriage... Shawnee and I count literally six or seven, depending on how you look at it, different marriages bound up in one. And each one is completely different. We operate different. We manage money different. We manage our intimate life different. We manage conversation different, how we communicate or or, uh, resolve conflict. Everything changes in a new marriage. And without a teachable spirit, what happens is you get stuck in an early chapter of marriage. And Mm -hmm. then let's say you have children or they go to school or you suffer loss, a a hardship or something, health changes, and you can't evolve with it. Mm -hmm. And your marriage just really can get stinky really fast because the demands of life are requiring more Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. both husband and wife. So, or at least different from husband and wife. So this is really a big tool. I want to, let me start. Let's lay a little bit of Bible foundation here. The, 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 this issue of a teachable spirit is a pretty big deal. Uh, in scripture. Uh, Listen to the writer of the 119th Psalm. This kind of embodies a teachable spirit. It says, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my ear to your testimony and not to covetousness. Turn away my eyes. Do you see what's happening here? The writer mm-hmm. is saying, Lord, you got to help me here. Right. I, I, I want to do certain things, but I've, I've got to change. You've got to show me how to operate better. Uh, turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things. Revive me in your way. Establish your word to your servant. He says, turn away my reproach, which I dread for your judgments are good. Uh, David writes in the 139th Psalm, these are familiar words to many of us, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, or which means test me, and know my anxious thoughts or anxieties. And see, here, here's where it gets, here's the embodies the teachable spirit. And see if there's any wicked way in me, and then lead me in the way everlasting or in the everlasting way. That's That's a teachable spirit. The one that's saying, Lord, lead me. I, I can't stay like this. This is not good. Well, the, let, me, let me read the last do, one. Yeah, do that. <laughs> this is so Proverbs good. Proverbs 12.1. I love Proverbs yeah, so In case much. you're not getting what we're saying, listen, yeah. the proverb writer 
I love States Proverbs because I am a very black and white person. I just need just to tell me what you think. So I know what you're thinking. And this says it perfectly. Proverbs 12, 1, whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. <laughs> well, there you go. Good? There you go. He who hates correction. I can't course correct. Don't ask me to. Mm-hmm. I don't mess with my stuff. I want to stick right here and I'm never moving. It, it, it's it's embodied. It, what we used to call this the Popeye statement. Anybody out there grow up grow up on on Popeye, the Sailor Man cartoons? He he would say, I am what I am, and that's all what I am. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Okay. Many of you remember that. I'm dating myself here, but um the Popeye statement is when a spouse looks at at, at, at their husband or wife and says, look, I am what I am. You, you married this, right? So deal with me. That's, that is the opposite spirit of a teachable spirit. That just says, look, hey, I'm as stuck as I can get yep. and I'm not going anywhere and yeah. you're just going to have to deal with me. And we have seen so many marriages really in terrible shape because of that unteachable spirit the opposite of what we're talking about, where they just say, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not budging. Um, and who could in the Bible, I, I was thinking the other day, who could forget the rich young ruler who uh, approached Jesus with really asking all the right questions. Must, what must I do to be saved? What, what, what do you require of me, Lord? And he was given truth. Jesus gave him perfect truth and nothing happened. He walked away sadly. He walked away sadly. How many couples have we had in our house. Yep. You minister to them, you give them the words of truth. How you can resolve this conflict, what you can what you can do to stimulate love between each other. Right. And one or both walk away yeah. shaking their heads sadly so saying, you challenge well, them, we challenge them to change. Right. You're stuck. You you got to get unstuck. You got to change. And I think it, we laugh about this sometimes because it sometimes it feels like like people reach out, they need a little help, right? Mm-hmm. But they think we've, there's a fairy dust mm-hmm. we can throw on them or a magic wand mm-hmm. we can ding them with that will bring forth a transformed marriage. That what they don't realize is that as you go, goes your marriage. Right. Marriages change. Dear one, please listen to what we're saying. Your marriage will change when you change. Mm-hmm. If you don't change, your marriage won't change. Right. It, it will remain stuck. So evolving, growing... And a teachable spirit is central to how marriages keep up with what's going on around you and can stay fresh and rich and fulfilling and glorifying to God. A home can be filled with the joy of the Lord because you've brought a teachable spirit to the place. Like David said, you teach me, lead me in the everlasting way. That's a heart that's ready to change, ready to course correct, right? Right. Well, we we alluded earlier that we had to use this tool just this week. And yeah, we did. We had a really wonderful day on Tuesday and we were wanted to go out to dinner. Kenny was so thrilled that some situations had um, turned around for us and we were just, well, he was just really ready to celebrate. And I was too. I was really ready to celebrate. But since we've had a year of Totally a new marriage than we've ever had. Yeah. Totally different season that we've ever been in. Brought on by good stuff. Career changes, changes just in life. Working from home and seeing each other more. It's been 
awesome. It's been wonderful. Things that we have prayed for for many years. Right. Being in the latter stages of our marriage, definitely. Uh, uh, we've yearned for this, yeah. to see each other more. And so we go out to dinner, and I had been feeling some, I don't know what it was that I was feeling, just some unenthusiastic feelings well, she, about the my word, marriage. She did not. She said, "I don't feel special. I don't. Right. I don't feel like we have anything special going on." Well, I didn't quite right say now. it like that, but pretty you know. close. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so he's all in a great mood, and we're having dinner at a really nice restaurant, which we normally don't go to. And we're sitting outside. And it was a gorgeous night, and I just started talking to him because I really haven't felt like I've just had time to really talk to him. Well, she dropped a truth bomb on me. It was like <laughs> bam. So anyway, Kenny didn't. He was discouraged to say the least thinking all our life was just going just where he wanted it to go and I, i'm happy as a lark man i'm like a bug in a rug be. i'm you know but charlene voiced i i just feel mm-hmm. it, honestly so yeah. she wasn't she just said I, I just don't feel like we have anything special right well now. and i tend to project and look ahead and i'm thinking okay i think we're getting stuck in this kind of a rut thing, you know, where it doesn't feel like it used to. Things have changed. You know, we're older now and we're at home more. So you kind of get your little habits and maybe don't take as much intentionality. And, and admittedly, and, I am not the most romantic. No, no, he's not. Thoughtful, and thoughtful guy. No, he's not. You're I, an awesome I, I own person. That. Yeah, you own it. But um, I, I'm faithful and steady. Yes, he is. But I am not. And I am not the most Sometimes guy. not. Uh, I'm a grinder. He's not much on the uptake. He doesn't look around and think of, oh, wonder what I could do for my wife today. Or I'm not saying this bad, awesome husband. I love this guy. But every so often a girl needs a little romance and needs to feel a little special, like somebody really likes her. So there I am at dinner ready to <laughs> celebrate. I mean, we I feel like we've we're in an awesome time. Mm-hmm. And she drops a little truth bomb on me and it really, it just really confounded me. Actually. And he, he wouldn't speak. He would just look at me. But that's where this tool becomes really no, important, it's right? It's true. And so he wouldn't speak. He kept looking at me going, I go, well, why don't you say something? We need to talk about some things. He goes, I'm just listening. And I go, well, we need to talk about things. And he's like, wouldn't speak. Well, I said, I don't know what to say. I, I need to hear you. I, yeah, I, I'm but trying I, to figure well, out what you're feeling. I was trying feeling. to get a conversation going. Like, these are the things I'm feeling. Let's. We have since then had a great conversation. Yes, and but it took about a day. Well, yeah, and processing a little bit. So then he's like all depressed and like, well, I didn't know you felt this way. And I go, no, I'm not saying anything bad. I just feel like we need to. I try to explain myself a little better. And after about 12 hours of him not speaking a ton just because I think he's thinking, oh my goodness, what's happening? And well, I'm thinking, really, where have I dropped the ball? I don't right. like dropping the ball. Look, Nobody I, likes dropping the ball. And no, no one and, wants to and disappoint. And what I was hearing was, right. dude, you got to pick up your game, man. And, and, and honestly, this is where this tool comes what in. What cracks me up, though, I must say. So we're 60, whatever, what are we now? 66? Almost 67. Okay. And you know we're comfortable with each other. And I know Kenny loves me and he knows I love him. Nobody's going anywhere. We're completely committed. And, but I think I felt like, I think we're a little too comfortable with each other. And 
I think he's thinking, this is great. We're just comfortable with each other. <laughs> I don't really have to do much here. We got it going. We don't ar- argue a lot. Right. No, you know, life we don't is good. Disagree. I mean, we've knocked off a lot of rough edges in our relationship over these years. We're happy. But still, there's always things that oh, yes. we can do better. And I mean, we teach this. So we're both looking at each other and Katie goes, well, I don't even feel like doing a podcast. Yeah, it's kind of hard to go teach on marriage when yeah. you're, you know. But it, but actually it's good because. No. And again, this is where the tool mm-hmm, comes in because mm-hmm. at that point I got a choice. I can either dig in mm-hmm. and go, look, I don't know what you're talking about here, well, man. Well, in, in a way it's like, hey man, life is good. This is great. We don't need to change anything. It's like, well, right. for you, right? you know, and but for me, I, we do have more time. Let's, what are we going to do with it? And really the last two days we've talked mm-hmm. through about what to do, some to-dos, right. things that we can change. This is what we're talking mm-hmm. about, a teachable spirit. Mm-hmm. I can either hear that mm-hmm. and dig in and get all defensive, which part of me was feeling mm-hmm. that. I could tell. Right. But, or I can just listen. And that's what I was trying to do. And and we've talked over the last, what, two days, I think, mm-hmm. and come away with some legit course changes. Right. This is what we're talking That's about. That's a win-win for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. And some things do need to be talked about and you need to express your feelings. And even when you have a good marriage, which probably most of you out here are listening to us, have a good marriage, a good solid yeah. marriage. You love each other. Yeah. You, you, if probably you do have a good marriage or you wouldn't be listening to this because right. you want to have the best marriage you can possibly right. have that's glorifying to God. Right. So things have to be talked about. No matter how good your marriage is, seasons are going to change, life circumstances are going to change, right. and you have to sit down to the, with the drawing board, piece of paper and a pen, and two open hearts before the Lord, and saying, what do we need to work on? What would make you happier? What would make you happier? And... I think that's exactly what we needed to do. That's why, honestly, one of the biggest gifts, if you're out there going, hey, what, you know, Christmas is around the corner. Mm-hmm. We're at the end of, get approaching the end of October. What can you give your spouse this year? I'll tell you what, one thing you give oh. them is a teachable spirit. Wow. That's a, that's, that's, you know, that's, pro, that's profound. You like that? I do. You I didn't know that was coming, huh? I didn't know. All right. There you, you go. amaze me. So here, we're running out of time. Let me do this. Mm-hmm. There are four, what does a teachable spirit look like? Let's get a little flesh on it. Okay. Uh, I, 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 there are four uh, components or attributes of of what a teachable spirit is. So this is what you can ask yourself: Is is this me? Is this? Okay. Do I bring this to the plate mm-hmm. of our marriage? If not, am I am I getting us stuck? So you're uh, asking me? I'm going to answer the questions yeah, for you. No, no. <laughs> uh, so number one, a teachable spirit. What does it look like? Number one, a, a deeply a, d- a deep commitment to God's design. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it all begins. Is having a heart that is to the bone committed to building a marriage that glorifies God right. and, that, and that reflects his design. Right. And again, always going back to that. We've talked about it over mm-hmm. and over. That over even and over. God's people don't have a right theology for marriage. Mm-hmm. They assume it's all about God gave me this. He created marriage for my happiness. Mm-hmm. And while that is a component, it is. He also created, created it to carve you up mm-hmm. And to create holiness in your life, mm-hmm. so that's number one. Uh, just ask yourself: Am I am I committed to what mm-hmm. my happiness, the gratification, mm-hmm. my per- personal gratification, or am I committed to God's mm-hmm. design? Right. Number two, teachable spirit. What does it look like? It, it it starts again with a right assessment of ourselves. 
by that I mean understanding that that I'm not always right. I'm broken. Sin has broken me, and I need to be ever changing and ever being sanctified. There's your Bible word, but ever growing in the grace of God and in the graces of God. So uh, the proverb writer writes in Proverb 14, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is Mm -hmm. the way of death. Mm -hmm. If I think, if my assessment of myself is that I'm awesome Mm -hmm. and my take is always the right take. No one needs to teach me anything. No, I got it going on. Then then I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick our marriage. There's a way that seems right to a mm-hmm. man, but the end is the way of death. Mm-hmm. Let me just ask the question. Do you believe that about yourself? That's what we, we all need to ask ourselves. Do I believe that there's a way that seems right to me? It's mm-hmm. not right, mm-hmm. but it seems right to me. That's a hard admission to, to make. No, it is. That, you know what? There's a way that seems right, but I'm, I can easily be wrong. A teachable spirit must have that sense of a right view of myself. I'm not always right. Well, I think every time that we're confronted with having a teachable spirit or not, that's what we're confronted with. Yes. No, I'm right. Yeah. And I'm not budging. Right. And I don't need a teachable right. spirit. I don't want to be taught anything. Right. I want to teach somebody I'm, else yeah. where they're wrong. Yeah. And all of us, no matter who you are, we have a heart still that's wicked. Yep. And we have the way of the flesh or the way of the spirit. And and a teachable spirit always is the way of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And listening to him, not necessarily listening to your spouse, that's included, of course, but you need to listen to the Holy Spirit. Right. What is he telling you right now? What is he trying to teach you right now? Right. I think that's so imperative well, in, a, even, again, in a good marriage. The the Word of God, just mm-hmm. take time and mm-hmm. read the Word together and conform your attitude right. and, and your heart to the Word of God. Let the Word of God dwell in you richly, the Bible says. And that that that's part of it too, where you just are conformed to the word of God that cause that calls men to live with my wife in understanding that calls women to honor their husband mm-hmm. as they do the Lord. These are simple biblical truths and uh, requirements upon our life that again, if, if you don't have a right assessment of yourself, if there's a way that seems good to you, mm-hmm. but it isn't always, mm-hmm. then you're going to get stuck. And even right. the word won't budge you. You're just, no. you're going to dig in. Right. Um, th- thirdly, um, when it comes to what it actually looks like mm-hmm. is a, a good listener. So deeply committed to God's design, a right assessment of myself and, and I've got to be a good listener. The, the Bible says in the 18th probably, a fool has no delight in understanding, but only in expressing his own heart. That's verse two of Proverbs 18. That's the warning. It says, look, by nature, by default, all of us want to be understood, but we don't want to take the time no. and energy to try to put myself in her shoes or mm-hmm, his shoes. Mm-hmm. I was terrible at this. I just, you know, I'm only now after 46 years learning I think to to realize to listen to listen to, to just listen. be quiet mm-hmm. and listen to her and try to understand what she's going through, what she's feeling, and what she needs. Right. So being a good listener is a, a big deal. The same proverb says, "He who answers a matter before he hears it, meaning hears it completely, it's folly and a shame to him." So be a good listener. If you're not, then 
right now as you're listening to this. Just receive it in your heart. Look, I need to listen to my spouse more. And then fourthly, uh, be eager for change. Ask yourself this, am I, am I eager for transformation? Am I eager to leave no. behind <laughs> to leave old <laughs> things behind and move and operate mm-hmm. in a new way? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, then that means you don't have a teachable spirit. And even when mm-hmm. a teachable moment comes along and you could really learn something and really stand corrected and learn, you you won't because you don't want change. You want comfort. You don't want transformation. Well, and this teachable spirit in marriage goes along with the teachable spirit with the Lord. Sure. And in scripture. Absolutely. So you can read the scripture and listen to a nice sermon on Sunday and go, oh, yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm loving it. I want to embrace all of this. You go home, though, and you get into something with your wife or you have to deal with. Mm-hmm this person God gave you mm-hmm. and all of a sudden when it, the rubber meets the road yeah. and you have to implement that teachable yep. spirit you or whatever in. you learn, you it all goes out the window yeah. because all of a sudden our flesh yep. rises up in us yep. and makes it difficult. Yep. And I think that's my issue more than anything is when I'm in the word and I'm, you know, Holy spirit speaking to me and, worship and prayer and things are going great and then real life hits yeah but that's that's what that word was for yeah is the real life yeah not just while we're in the spirit and being ministered to by the holy spirit so really teachable spirit you know when you think about i was just thinking as you were talking there babe that it's really about have having a tender heart a Mm -hmm. heart that Mm -hmm. can be moved Mm -hmm. And I, I just feel like there's people listen that that I know are dug in, and your heart has become maybe hardened to where in every area of your life, yeah, even probably for the not Lord just to in speak to you in the mm-hmm. yeah. So, so this is a big mm-hmm. deal. This is a big attribute of life. And and again, let me let me read. We're getting over time here. Let me read again the 139th Psalm. And David says, "Search me, O God, and know my heart." That's a and always mm-hmm. almost. The assumption there is that he doesn't even know his own heart. Lord, we don't know I need you heart. to show me my heart. Right. What a what a great thing to cry mm-hmm. out to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, because even Jeremiah says that the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Really telling us we don't know our own heart. Or we don't know the atrocities that are on, in right. our own in heart. In our own heart, yep. We don't. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And then he asks, see if there Mm -hmm. be any grievous, one translation Mm -hmm. has it, any grievous way in me. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I do too. Am I doing things that grieve our marriage, Mm -hmm. that grieve the Lord, that grieve my wife, that grieve her husband, right? See if there be any grievous way in me and then lead me in the way everlasting. He's asking for God to lead him in a different way for change for transformation. That is the teachable spirit there in a nutshell. And again, there may be no greater gift, and I know, babe, you agree with me, that you could, if you're unmarried, to look for in a spouse, please, if they don't have a teachable spirit, then whatever they are, the day you marry them, Mm -hmm. that's what you will have the next 50, 60 years of your life. Yeah, run away. 
Right. Really, truly run away if there's no teachable If they're rigid spirit. and unteachable. And arrogant. They're arrogant, prideful. Mm-hmm. They can't hear mm-hmm. correction. And th- then you've, at that point, you really have to realize how stuck things can become. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you're married, you're listening to us, again, dear ones, there isn't a greater gift you can hand your spouse right now today than a teachable heart. Mm-hmm. that can learn and grow and evolve as the challenges of life demand. Yeah, what a great Christmas present. Huh? Right on, right on. Yeah. All right, how fun. Yeah? It was great. Good tool. I love okay. that tool. hate so, to have to use it, but... I know. I could, <laughs> tool. Oh, it's so painful to yeah. hear and be yeah, corrected. It and, is. It's awful. Yeah. Well, I don't like it. But again, it opens up new things. It does. It's, it does. it's uh, again... It's what every marriage must have mm-hmm. if it's going to evolve and thrive, no matter what comes down the pipe in life. It, it, it is required of us if we're going to thrive no matter what. If you look at a marriage that glorifies the Lord, and you've seen this marriage, and you have witnessed the way that they treat each other, mm-hmm. they have teachable spirits. Absolutely. Well mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. All right, family. God bless you. Mm-hmm. Great to be with you today. You doing good, babe? I am yeah? doing We have what, fun? Peppy? We having fun? You're yeah. peppy today? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I love it. Okay, gang. Until next time, God bless you. And thanks for- Oh, uh, I wanted to say one thing. What do you want to say? It's my little twin granddaughter's birthday. It is. Happy They're birthday, 11. Caroline, Caroline and, and Ellie. Yeah, we love you. They are 11 years old. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, no. Okay. Goodbye now. Until next time. Bye.